Hello, ladies and gentlemen, to the Archaeologist Digest podcast, a show where we discuss everything and anything that has to do with Ark Survival Evolved. I am your host, Sean D. Knight, and with me are a number of players that are here to offer their insights and opinions on the latest topics, strategies, and upcoming features or patches. As I call it our participants for tonight, just say hello to the listeners and how many hours you have in Ark. First up, Flemmer. Hi, Flemmer here. I have about 875 hours in Ark. Slowly falling behind there, Flemmer. Uh, Rico. Yes. 2934. I really haven't been on much this week. Sparkwolf? Uh, Sparky here. I got 1,300 chipmunks on the rail right now. Melon? Hello. Yeah, around 1,500. All right, and Trog? Hey, it's Trog there. 1,611 so far. All right, so we've all been through the, the flames this week because let's get right into it. Last week's episode, we talked about preparing for war, and since then, we went after the self-proclaimed Alpha Tribe on our server, and with the aid of an allied tribe, quickly took them out. In fact, it was rather pathetic how fast we took them down, wasn't it? As far as the uh, assault goes, yeah. As far as yeah, the I assault. Mean, what, how, how did the assault go? The storm hit, a jade from hydration flew me up, The I brought down the two uh, wind generators, and I think it was about 15 minutes after that we were done. Yes, yeah. me, me and you both. Quickly. Everybody you else both just came in. Behind, uh, everybody just uh, came in. Rockets started flying every which way. It was dinos died. Yeah. The plan went off pretty well. And you both really you can break there. the whole uh, fight <laughs> into three basic stages. Getting there, the shortest stage, which was fighting, and then everything else was mop up. And what's really been killer has been the mop up the last week or so. But to actually get into the base, I'd say it took maybe about seven grenades, and the rest of their base was open ended inside. No defenses to speak of. All the dinos were set on passive when we got there. Yeah. No one whistled them to neutral, but uh, up until then, they were dying left and right to fire arrows and flamethrowers. So we were preparing to assault what we thought was going to be a you know a fully metal base. And a couple of days prior to that, we did some reconnaissance, and we discovered, wait a minute, this is not metal. This is stone. If, if any, it was stone exterior with uh, adobe interior. Which is actually pretty clever. The adobe interior meaning you don't die. But they really should have had a metal base. But for the area that they were sitting in, there's honestly no excuse for what they were Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, at. I can see it if you don't have any metal near you. They were surrounded by metal. They had everything they needed besides oil, and that is in spades if you take five steps out into the wasteland. Which is what we will call anywhere that is not home. Hmm. Indeed. Okay, so, very quick fight. <laughs> Wasn't very impressive. We took out, what, their two golems? They had four... Wyverns they were trying to raise, and a number of other dinosaurs. I think what? Did six, they only have seven four out? I, I know they had three confirmed and were trying to hatch. They had more. they had a fourth okay. one that was that had just hatched out. But from what I saw of their health when they were showing them off, they were pretty <laughs> for around seven hundred forty-five range, if not a little bit more. So uh, well, here's uh, the thing: we didn't exactly uh, have a flawless attack or anything. We had mistakes made at every stage of it. We had a very slow warm-up getting all of our troops there because. Frankly, we had expected to have a whole other day to get stuff set up. Yeah. Uh, we had to step up our timetable. The assault itself, there were some complications, even though it was only about 15 minutes long. Like the moment uh, we realized that the windmills don't go off in thunderstorms. Yes, and the moment, and the moment that, uh, that. that Rico parachuted to the lower level and 
ended up out in the front. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and for some reason, uh, I well, I know exactly what happened. I hit the, I actually hit the top of the gate. My parachute went away, and I fell to the ground. Mm -hmm. And please, if you ever raid alongside a tribe along with you, like an alliance, please tell them when you're throwing grenades directly at their face. It was a rude awakening for me. Yeah, he would normally. I think it was. I think it was Joe. I can't remember who's throwing so many nades, uh, but he he'd throw them, and then about two out of the three to five second timer on a grenade seconds later, he'd say. Grenade. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, uh, please don't throw grenades in my face is actually code for I'm hungry for grenades, please give me some more. <laughs> well, unfortunately, as we learned, there are only a few uh, members of Hydration that I would want to be alongside of in a fight again. Well, the fight didn't go too wrong. I thought the guys on Overwatch were doing a great job calling stuff out. Um, when it was called for, they were pretty speedy on mobility with their the Outriders and the Birds, um, but they definitely, I, I don't think it's so much working with, just with us, but with each other, uh, I don't know if they're really a combat tribe. I mean, a lot of our guys have the advantage of working together, not only in ARC, but, you know, hey, let's go play Overwatch or something else. Communication so, broke down as soon as the assault started. Yeah. And so. this isn't going to be the first time we've had this problem with them, because... <laughs> Shortly after we went after Nomad, the Alpha Tribe on the server, we went after another, or we had to deal with another tribe that we, we suspected really should, were helping we them. Well, unfortunately, as it turns out, that was a fight we really shouldn't have been in. No. Right. Yep. It was not our fight to be in, but unfortunately we were roped in. Even more we than not our fight lines. to be in, um, even after exchanging blows and killing all their dinosaurs, it took me exactly three and a half minutes to work on a peace treaty with them. A after we've done all the horrible stuff to each other, it takes minutes. It's not exactly, you know, an aggressive group. So yeah. the reason for attacking them was they were helping Nomad, the Alpha Tribe, quite a bit. I don't know what Hydration was saying, but I believe one of our members said that they had helped Nomad tame golems. And a few I think it was things. the other way around. The Nomad gave them a golem that was basically keeping them sort of like a pet project. They were back in right. winning horse, or so they thought. Okay. I don't even think it was that. I mean, the, the fact is, they were the next door neighbors. They, uh, as far as we could tell, it was really only like Zeus who was the uh, real troublemaker of nomads. Yeah. And, they and were Zeus is the leader of nomads a lot. Right. So. And Zeus is the leader of nomads. We got to let our listeners know because they don't know the backstory for this. <laughs> now, not anymore. He's not. Would we say he was the principal reason why we had to go take Nomad out? I would, uh, yes, yeah, uh, I would say he is ninety to ninety-five percent of the reason. And I'll uh, I'll commend Nomads where they deserve credit. And they'll say they at least stick by their friends because they keep saying over and over again, "Yeah, we know he's the problem child, but he's our friend." No, right. they've known him for so much, so long now. They they're kind of used I to his stunts. It's just they're starting to realize. Is fond of pointing out to me, that's not really an excuse. Yeah, yeah, it's just true. unfortunate. It's unfortunate oh, yeah, it's, when it brings, well, it is an when excuse. one person the brings down a whole tribe. You're making an excuse for someone else's actions when you should be calling him out on it. But he was the leader, so you can't exactly call him out on it. They didn't have any you reflect, uh, checks and balances. What you do reflects upon your hmm. tribe. It's unfortunate when it happens, but one person can give the whole tribe a bad name because you're not remembered for the good things that you do. You're only remember the bad things you do, really. Yep. Yeah, and, and the reason why we decided to go after them was because their policies and how they were acting on the server were getting in the way of our interests and our goals of what we wanted to do on the Scorched Earth server. Yep, we didn't want any of this fighting. Honestly, it put us far behind our goal, which was to get the new dinosaurs and go home. 
unfortunately now we kind of have to stick it out yeah mm -hmm. because after nomad we turned around we went after burnout with our allies that was a or what little allies we had what little ally we had because Not that was turned out to be an interesting fight uh, in between those fights right yeah well, getting to the the elephant in the room even with everything that had happened with all the the death and destruction and such. It would have been fine if it had been localized to the server. If it had all been server, you know, elements fighting against each other. Uh, but we ended up having people coming in from outside the server, which presented certain issues. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Burnout, though, we definitely didn't have any dinos to use to go after them. We relied mostly on what little explosives we could get or um, acquire. We took out their dinos with fire arrows, which were very effective, of course. Um, it was fun, actually, you know, vol shooting uh, fire arrows at night, which is just a really cool sight, I thought. And it was kind of sure interesting to kick things back it. into, like, old-school mannerisms and everything else, you know, the yeah. hiding of wild dinos into somebody's base and things like that. Granted, it's not a favorable tactic, but it is a tactic, and just steadily just the constant back and forth, because it eventually got down to the point where we were just basically... I'm pretty sure if we could, we would have crafted slingshots and went at each other on yes. just basic <laughs> principle. Well, we were well to the point of throwing good resources at bad, basically. More or less, yeah. And it was just steadily going further and further downhill. Good fight, though. I'll give them credit with Chris, dude. It's been a long time since I had a good fight like that. It was a good slug out, that's for sure. Well, and I think that's part of the reason why the Beast Treaty probably went off, is when you've actually fought someone that long in a game like this, <laughs> you know, man-to-man, -man, you kind of get some respect for them. Yeah, we spent, what, three hours at least? Uh, three hours for sure, and then there was one last-ditch effort on their part. They came over to our base with their mm -hmm. Argents to try to rocket us. We, by then, had managed to scrounge up some explosives. Took out their Argents after that. It was blowing to their base, and at that point, they went over to Hydration, gave them uh, the wyvern egg that they had actually picked up from them, uh, from what we can tell, because it was the same level and same type of wyvern that they had uh, taken from uh, Hydration's base. So, essentially, they gave them back their their goods, and after that, everything started turning more into a towards peace talks, because we kind of all came together about the fact that, okay, we're mainly at each other's throats, Mainly due to some outside forces and one really annoying person who was driving us yeah. all bonkers. Yeah, now I we, mean, and they, they basically honored their commitments, and you can respect that. We even gave them the opportunity to withdraw from the server, or at least take their dinos with them back to their home server, which they did in part, at least with Burnout, to be more specific. But um, yeah, let's get to the crux of this episode, because outside forces, mercenaries were brought into this fight from the get-go, which I wasn't very happy about. Uh, they're fighting yeah. alone. It's not what the whole problem was, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Because we were able to hold out for a long time against them. Five hours straight with a steady stream of attacks. Right. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves because they first went after Nomad, these mercenaries. Yeah. And as they were doing that, the server was going down. And we found out that these guys were not just mercenaries, but DDoS and mercenaries. Anytime a fight would go bad for them, they'd quickly crash the server, bring it back up so they could get in, recover their stuff, and try again. Well, oftentimes they get a two to three second uh, rewind, uh, rewind, and they could usually reverse whatever it is happened. Yeah, they get a yep. two three second uh, rollback. Now, as, as history has shown us, mercenaries aren't really to be trusted. Yeah, both historically and in arc, it would seem. Um, as big of a history buff as I am, mercenaries tend to be in it for themselves, or what can pay off to them, 
or what really drives them. These guys, being who they are, most of what they drive from is just simply creating as yeah. much of it as they can. So yeah, there's very few real honorable mercenaries out there in the real world who want to go around and just, you know, oh, well, we'll, we'll take the good jobs, you know, A-team style. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. There's very few actual mercs out there. And, or mercs like that, rather. The majority of them seem to be either in it for the money or these guys who are just in it because they enjoy killing stuff. Well, they were paid from what we gathered to go after Nomad, and then Nomad turned it around, paid them to hit everyone Actually, else. I was able to confirm uh, at least part of Zeus's claims. He was on server uh, on uh, on another server with, uh, with in a tribe with Pure Wind. Right. So there, there was some personal history between the two. So the mercenaries were backfired, came after us, and those of you who got to fight them, slugged it out with them for five hours. You care to talk about that bit of experience because while you guys are fighting them i was stuck over at red obby which we had just taken up from nomad trying to build i guess i could probably start because i'm kind of how they ended up deciding to come after us right then uh, right when they did right this was going to pay them to come after us later but our neighbor our closest neighbors at our original base were a tribe called bod they were pretty nice we traded with them uh talked to them didn't really have weren't that close to them because they well, they weren't much of anything to pay much attention to, and they're getting attacked by these mercenaries. And I decided to go, uh, uh, go be a damn hero, and that always ends poorly. So I was sniping at them, trying to avoid killing them, just breaking their armor so that the guys in BLT could finish them off. After switching positions a couple dozen times and going through an entire stack of ammo, one of them either spotted me or they had some other. Well, they they figured out who I was, called uh, fire uh, fire arrowed the argent I was on, and uh, called us out in the global and came at us. Right, and then they came at us at our main base at Blue Abbey. Well, initially they were hitting a base near us. Right. Uh, no one's home was a basos near us. Um, we saw them moving over. We scoped them out, saw who they were, and so we figured we'd go ahead and take the advantage. And we had one of our members run over there with. Uh, what was it? The uh, flamer and uh, uh, flamethrower. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, ran over with a flamethrower. You and I provide snipers. Provide uh, provide sniper support. And the and moment uh, all their members except one were down and dead, all of a sudden awesome. server goes down. And it's like, okay, wait, hold on a second. This is starting to kind of be a little wishy-washy. Server comes back up. I log back I in. The person that was still alive i started trying to hit them and everything else so i can go ahead and kill them real quick and then try and gather up gear also awesome. there's five of them on me all of them back in full flak fully geared up go back in with the argent again after i'd already been hit by a couple of fire arrows i was Argent was already fixing to die anyway, so I figured I'd cause a little bit of havoc, figuring I can at least ways finish off the one, kill me, and kill the Argent. Pull back the base, start regrouping, and steadily after that, it was the moment we start killing a few of them, server would go down. Server come back up, rinse, repeat over and over again, put two and two together, and that's when we found out, okay, these guys, the reason why they're able to do what they're doing is because they're actually DDoSing the server as they're raiding so that they can kick people off the server... Hurry up and kill whoever's near them, or dinos, or whatever, and be able to get out unscathed. It's a dirty, cheap tactic, but it is a tactic. It does work to a certain extent. I mean, I'm not above using dirty or cheap uh, uh, tactics. I've done a lot of things in the past, but... This is the kind that's of thing. That's straight up cheating. Just, that's is, not a dirty tactic. Well, I mean, they're, they're, I, the way I look at it is, you know, because there are a couple people I was in a tribe with who, uh, who, at various points, I found out they did cheat, and I fought against other people who use aim hacks and wall hacks. You could fight those, though. This, Th- this those are a handicap. Though this, this is 
it, it's like having, you know, they're literally rewinding time on you and able to get in and kill you before you can log back in. There's no defense. There's no, there's no outplaying that. Which, amazingly enough, we held out for so long with them doing that. We held out for five hours because, essentially, they pushed us back to our base, blew into our base, and we had, they blew in through the Adobe section, um, which was really weird. They used their explosives on the Adobe. I'm still trying to figure out why everybody keeps using explosives on Adobe because it's rather easy to destroy it otherwise. I mean, it's resistant to wild dino attacks, but melee attacks can I demolish it. I two minutes with, one, with, a, with, an, with a metal primitive metal hatchet, so... And same here, and I've got base melee. So, I mean, the higher melee, melee, the faster you can just break through it. They blew into our base, start killing our dinos. We start fending them off. And we held out like that with them steadily picking at us, and we were getting back at them as much as we could for five hours. Oh, yeah. I got Lost in on some of that action with punch them in the face anytime they came around the corner. Yep. Uh, what ended up leading to the final conclusion of that battle uh-huh. was uh, basically nomads and them teamed up again. Nomads showed up with explosives, fired explosives at our base which, again, they did something I don't understand completely now. It's still making me scratch my head. They fired rockets at our roof instead of our foundations, which still kind of perplexes me because, I mean, if I'm going to shoot rockets, I'm going to aim for your foundations. It's not yeah. like our foundations were made of metal. Well, they at were the time, Zach well. and I were on the ro- uh, Zach and I were on the roof and sniping them before they could get, uh, anytime they'd try and aim on the shot. So they might yeah, have to kill us and make a hole. Even with that being said, I'd still aim for the foundations, even if there was somebody on the roof. Just because you aim at the foundations, you take out the foundation, there goes the whole roof. Right. Just to say, they did expend a lot of rockets on Adobe structures, and yeah. the metal never got breached. And on a structure where we had gambled pretty much everything on the assault for nomad mm-hmm. uh, we didn't really have turret defenses built on our main structure or our, even our base we had a couple internal defenses but that was it making it yep. easier for uh the ddos and mercs to or should get have been close, easier for yeah. them to get in and get close but, but uh we had some attributed to the fact that we had to speed up our timetable yes that that as well we had to well we had some builds that were super effective against them, except for the DDoS. And I mean, the speed build with a flamethrower, Spark, how, <laughs> how effective was that? Uh, between the flamethrower, flame arrows, or even just boomerang, it was run out, hit them. Uh, I ended up getting lucky, got a uh, got a whip off of one of them when we killed them. And then just running around with the whip and taking their weapons out of their hands as a speed build. Just pretty much just run out there, hit them real quick, run around, and just kept heckling them. And then having Rico come in and doing melee, or Trog doing melee, we were able to basically pincher them outside our base a few different times uh, until finally they started uh, attacking us in groups of two or three. That's when speed build and melee build with just only a couple people working together. We ended up falling apart pretty quickly after that. They for It worked great until they regrouped and got a new plan to come at us again. Yeah, now, well, during the... Then, I, mean, uh, I, 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 got, uh, I have never been that accurate with a rifle playing this game before as those well, last, last 45 minutes a lot less lag yes yes, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. so during these the the entire five hours we're slugging it where were our allies oh they basically just uh, use our timetable to shore themselves up yeah um i mean uh, before they even got to our base we called out that we were about to be under attack a couple of their mid-level leaders were on and saying okay well well, uh, what do you need? And I gave him a list of a few, th- uh, a few things, and said, "Really, we just need extra bodies." bodies. An hour into the fight, and we've got—I I haven't seen hiding or hair of them. Half their leaders are now offline. 
and their their farmers are are talking about uh you know well we our leaders aren't online we don't know what to do and i'm like like Seriously? Seriously? Do you not have any kind of initiative whatsoever? Not only that, they were joking about I get that. Just start making us walls and foundations. We need to seal these walls. They were joking about killing each other left and right. Like, haha, we're having fun just killing each other left and right. Aren't we so silly? Suffice to say, they didn't act like allies too much. Well, it was, it was the off hours, from what I understand, but still. It, yeah, it, it, even if it was just their farmers on, their guys who had no idea how to fight. Farmers still... were exactly what we could have used. We still had people rush over to their defense, though, even though we didn't have anything to speak yeah, of. Like yeah, like, whenever like... they start getting attacked by attacked burnout, by burnout. Yeah. Uh, first uh, thing we did, we didn't have any dinos, we had very few explosives, and what did we do? We immediately started attacking burnout in order to get some of the heat off of hydration. Yeah, we attacked burnout's main base. Just exactly. To and, them off. and they couldn't and, even and stick around for it. Well, well, we did. Boogie was, man, he was a brother in arms on that on that yep. fight. But even with just one of their members from their tribe, it was still, you know, hit, 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 run, 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 hit, 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 run, and run. Yeah. I mean, there was there nothing was more we could do. Yeah, and in that burnout fight, we got to give mad props to our own farmers. You know, Melon, yeah. Data. I mean, they kept us Melon going. Melon, like they are freaking miracle workers. Yes, they <laughs> yes, they, they got are. us the explosive we needed to find. Frog too for through. all the metal he did. Yes. Oh, I've just been. He put the big old burly arms to work. <laughs> they call me the explosive Houdini. Yes. <laughs> it's like we need rockets. Okay, I've got 15 rockets here and three launchers. Where the f*** did that come from? I f***ed them out. <laughs> but yeah, as you were fighting those uh, mercs, I I was so frustrated. I really wanted to be in that fight. And I'm stuck over at Red Obby trying to get us a new, um, some kind of defensive base to fall back to. Which we did. We had to fall back to it. Held out a little longer, and then we quickly gathered what diamonds we could, and we took off back to our home server. But 24 hours, not even 24 hours, 12 hours later, we came back and started yep. rebuilding. After we threw everything away. After we threw everything away, so we're starting back from scratch. So. But so is the entire server. And the, the thing about this is, the mercs didn't just start DDoS on our server. They were jumping back and forth to other servers and taking down a, a slew of servers and our particular server and a few others went down for the entire weekend because of it yep uh i'll have to say this much between steam and wildcard i'm not impressed with the level that they give basically two looks of a about as far as their server statuses go because these are their new servers you know this is what's supposed to be revitalizing arc after it's been out here for a year mm -hmm. and it was starting to lose players I mean, we were all seeing it. Center, yeah, it brought in a few people, but after they got used to the ruins and everything else, it... It, it died pretty fast. It died very quickly, and, you know, this was supposed to be to revitalize. That's the whole reason why they did the, you know, uh, paid DLC for it, was so that they could, you know, get a little bit of income and keep their heads above the red line. And just the fact that, you know, they had the entire server go down for an entire weekend, I mean, that's just... <sighs> That almost made me not want to keep playing. Not only that, uh, there was I'm, no response yeah. from the, the devs. There was no response on the Twitter account. No response from the community manager. Tickets were sent out the day of the DDoS and before their server finally got taken down for the weekend. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. And that's really going to hurt Studio Wildcard. Yep, there's no question about it in my mind. We're going to sit back and we're going to remember this. And quite honestly, it's ill taste. Um, especially with DDoS attacks. I mean, yeah, it, it's... Rather stupid how it came about and everything else. Ooh, two parasers on fire. Woohoo! I've got light. I think the biggest issue is this isn't already. just like a uh, 
you know, well, like, oh, my Call of Duty server is down or whatever. Well, the lag you know, spikes are not helping at This would be like your entire WoW server being down. You know, like your exactly. whole life is on there. Everything that you've worked for for how many hours everyone's played in this game is on that server mostly. That, and that's and the, the thing. Our main characters were on that server. Yep. I mean, a I lot mean, of a us lot. had level 90 to 100 characters on this server, and our our characters were locked up in Purgatory, basically. So, yeah. And God, it ended up being Purgatory. Yeah, the second the server went up, we all transferred our main characters out, brought in some ults in. I've got my level 80 ult on that server now, and I won't bring my main character back at all. I'm I mean, going to start making a point of regularly uh, transferring back to freaking 8. I'm just going to risk it. I'm just going to leave it here. Yeah, same here, because honestly, I don't... Well, my even ult eight, is an oxygen though, build, so I'll leave that one out and have mm-hmm. my main here. I was going to say, even though I, I do miss server 8 and I do miss my dinos that are there and stuff like that, I honestly enjoy it way too much out desert. I, I think it's 35 meat, so... Would you say we're still in the, the honeymoon phase of this expansion? Not really. Um, I mean, I've we've gotten used to a lot of the we're young. We're young couples now. We're still in love. We're young couples. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's kill another one. <laughs> well, I, I guess it helps that Freedom of the Service has been reset to zero for everyone. For all the tribes, pretty much. Yep. So yeah, we're we're reestablishing our presence on the server. We've uh, pretty much demolished our main base over at Blue Abbey. We're rebuilding at Red Abbey because that's where we want to base ourselves because the the temperatures are milder, more temp. It's much more easy to survive. It's over nice. There. There's there's a little pond with lots of fish. <laughs> lots of fish. Is wonderful. Yes. The it's re- air rich in is resources. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> There's a nice mountain path where you can go on a nice, tasty, nice, nice relaxing jog on a Sunday stroll. Nice relaxing stroll. I'm now to a man on the street. But yeah, uh, right now we're shoring up defenses, trying to make sure that uh, these DDoS and Mercs come back. We are ready to employ strategies to make it exceptionally difficult. Stuff that works when we're not there, like turds. (laughs) All that. I know one of my personal strategies is going to be to create a lot of bear traps and be prepared to set them all down to really slow those guys down from running around and escaping should they DDoS the server in time. Hopefully it works. Don't man portable like man-sized traps trap any person? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And they last a lot longer than the uh, plant Y traps. The nice thing about the plant Y's, of course, is they only trigger on enemies. Yeah. Bear traps, on the other hand, they trigger on anybody and everybody. Eh, kind of know that from Swampy Crotch days. They're still kind of a little angry at me about those bear traps. <laughs> yeah, we know about them as well for, for the throne because Doma likes to throw them all over the place. That and, uh, what's the, the explosive traps? Ah, uh, shoot. Uh, uh, the tripwires. The IEDs, yeah, the tripwires. Yeah, he, he liked to try and take me out with those. Ah, uh, no ammo. That's because you're the old man in the server that just refuses to die. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, and for those listening, uh, try dropping Sean from World Height one time and, uh, and see how that goes for you. He'll be he'll be on the ground looking up at you going, well, that tickled. <laughs> and that's, of course, my main character. My old character is not so hardy because he's only level 80 these days. Well, during the burnout fight, I actually... Was sacrificing myself. I was throwing my body into the breach, as it were. But we also got true. taken prisoner, several of us, during that fight, which was an interesting experience as well. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I kind of might have instigated their leader a little too much trying to draw him out. <laughs> Apparently, she didn't like the way I mean, it's was, all uh, talking to. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, it, the, 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 go ahead and explain. When you're in a fight, there's a few different tactics you can use in order to try and get an advantage of your enemies. One of them being talk as much as you can. Yeah, just to get rile them, them angry. Because when an, somebody's angry, they don't think logically. They just think, I want to kill you because you're annoying me. And so I did that. And I talked a lot of crap. And apparently, they chased us with the rock golem. Rock golem died. That pissed them off more. Next thing you know, they start trying to catch our members and caught, I think, what was it? At one point, five? <laughs> Four months. And not once was it me. <laughs> yeah. They, well, sh uh, their leader started talking to me as if I it had been as if I was you. I was like, sorry, ma'am, you've hey, got Trump, the wrong dead guy. Hung up on the spikes over here. I even told her that Globo was like, uh, I, I hear you're talking I'm just going to cut her. I'm just going to pick it up and uh, run over. But that, that was a fun fight. I got to give props, mad props to Burnout for yes, know, sticking with down. it. Uh, and, uh, and like I told him at Globo, I felt sorry for the things I did say because I did like I said, I did use that yeah, tactic. Okay. And... It's not personal. It's something You're just trying to throw them off the game. Exactly, and it, yeah, it worked, but still, it's one of those things that's like, yeah, that was a little bit of a cheap tactic, but then again, I was running around butt naked just being as annoying as I possibly could, and <laughs> well, it worked. You, you were saying some really funny stuff, especially when we were dealing with the, when you guys were dealing with the mercenaries, I was just, I was angry at what was going on, but I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the only one. I I actually really enjoyed the fight against the mercenaries, despite the DDoS. Yeah, I enjoyed the fact that against hackers we lasted so long. Because yes, I've it... I've seen on other servers where hackers that DDoS and everything else will take down a server and they'll wipe out Alpha Tribe, Beta Tribe, and everybody all within the space of you know the same amount of time it took them to take us down, and they had to bring in outside. Yeah, if the nomads yeah. hadn't shown up with explosives, we would have been able to keep them out almost all night. The worst part is, if Hydration had shown up and just given us the walls and foundations that they asked for, I think we could have held out just with that throughout most of the night. Yeah, the yeah. time they would have had to farm up supplies for us, they never they would have gotten hit by uh, by a uh, squad. Nope, they would have especially, been hurt, and we would have been in a position to help them. Especially since they had already used a vast majority of their explosives and had crafted pretty much all the resources they had already gathered at that point from to, the other uh, tribes. And Hydration also made a mistake with Avi, thinking they could transfer it, losing a bunch of... Oh, uh, yeah... Well, in their and defense, I specifically told them, I don't think it works that way. I don't think you should do that. Are you 100% positive? Yeah, yeah, we just did it the other day. Well, in what their defense, in their defense, uh, in their defense, I'll go ahead and say this. Up until recently, you could do that. You could upload items. I told them that they had patched that. Are you sure you can still do it? Even so, Spark, right. that's not something, Not that is not a time to take such risks uh, true with the burnout fight and, and to explain the reason why they went to it i, I will i'm playing because they were afraid advocate. to run halfway across mm -hmm. the map on foot like i was to deliver our rifles uh, yes <laughs> but i'm not even a speed build i literally had to stalk and fight my way pa uh, past everything to get to you guys yeah you came up all bloody and torn and tattered by the time you got to us Where's but i got yeah. there with all the rifles yeah, that's true. I, I, like I said, in their defense, you know, rifles being one thing, rocket launchers and C4 being another, I could see them not wanting to risk a long trek because it would be traveling from blue OB to red OB. That's Halfway quite a... between is where it would have ended up being, dude. Trust me. I, I understand that, but at the same time, that's still a very long trek where a lot of things could go wrong. Yeah. 
So I could see the reasoning. I don't agree with it. Like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm just saying I could see where they're coming from on that. Well, and up until very recently, I got, I, I ended up getting, I ended up being, I, I was so <laughs> off with hydration that when, when, when I think it was Dante tried to tell me to stop, uh, gave me an order to stop talking squad. I basically just told him to oh, yeah. off repeatedly until he left, uh, until he left the Alliance. And I did not care. Like most people <laughs> I'm just saying would probably use a weight bird to bring their explosives over. Well, we didn't have any birds at all. We had lost them defending their base. I'm saying they would have. They lost they them still, too. By that, by the time they wouldn't attack burnouts. That's what they were, that's what they were saying. They didn't have any air, flyers. Didn't have anything left. All their dinos, pretty much, except for um, a few Jerbo uh, Jerboas and some scorpions. Well, then they should have taken one, but right before the attack, a low level one. Something. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing now with the bur fight with burnouts. They weren't expecting a burnouts to come attack them. I'm you know, saying again, after the fact. Well, here's the thing. He started attacking burnouts in order to draw them off of Hydration's base. They never had a chance to go tame low-level Argents. Uh, they should have just, they should have at least transported. Most of us were sick of our allies leaving us holding the bag. It was an alliance. Like, they're all right guys, but it's an alliance that held no favor for us. We weren't mm -hmm. getting anything out of it. Very true. Okay, so not, we weren't getting anything out of it, at least during times of war. Prior to that, they were pretty good allies. They did lend us a bird, which promptly died. And it yeah. did help us out with getting our first Rex on the server, which yes, this is true. immediately turned things around for us before the war like that. That did save our hide right there and made it a lot more bearable on the server. You know, it was just a, a different experience for us when our allies on server 8 have been very responsive and very helpful during times of warfare when we've needed their Even help. Even the ones we think are going to stab us in the back at some point are, are yeah. reliable and productive. <laughs> um, so say, I still remember the days when I was in Swampy Crouch, y'all put out a call saying, hey, could y'all farm up, you know, gunpowder and explosives, you know, help us out because we're getting ready for this. And we spent, I think, like the next six hours, hours just doing just that. Yeah. So um, here's a hint, or not a hint, but a tip. If you're going to call yourself an alpha tribe on a server, don't stream your base. Don't show it on YouTube. And for the love of God, don't give out your pin codes on YouTube. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, That'd yeah. Let's... I don't think you Let's... understand, though. Uh, he is so alpha, he doesn't even need a base. He's famous, he... don't you know? Yeah, <laughs> we, we will <laughs> learn to respect him. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about a little bit about Zeus, the, the leader of Nomad, who, who... Yeah, this is who we're quoting, by the way. For the tribe who... was The self-proclaimed alpha tribe on the server. This guy, is it safe to say he was a narcissist? He's a narcissistic psychopath? <laughs> I think that's giving that's him a little too much credit. I would say a train wreck that's no longer on the train tracks... Going into a TNT building labeled Acme is a little bit more accurate. <laughs> I know. You'd probably be afraid of a psychopath. Yeah, it, it, true, honestly, true. if it, it, he's not someone to be afraid of, he's I mean, even his claims of being alpha, it, it does not hold water. Yeah, he's been on other servers, but like we went out and we reached out to DBS because that was his big threat. Yeah, who everybody was like, oh, we were part of DBS. We actually went and contacted DBS. We found out that they were okay. They were beta tribe. They weren't alpha. They were never part of DVS. They attacked DVS and got wiped by DVS. Yeah, they got wiped during the same time we were wiping them on the Scorched Earth server, right? Actually, that was a different incident of being wiped by a different tribe, but apparently most tribes Zeus has joined have been wiped. Usually, 
specifically because of his behavior. Right. Yep. And uh, it's no wonder it, the amount of. And here's the thing: you've got to give respect to get respect. Mm-hmm. And constantly going around to people and just disrespecting them by saying you aren't respecting me, therefore I'm going to treat you like crap. Just does, doesn't win you any points when uh, when you say you know you're going to basically worship me as a god. Is it no wonder everyone rises up against this Dodongo yeah. pudding cup? Uh, and even when he was captured and taken prisoner, you guys heard how he was. What, what was he like? Uh, rather uh, rude, uh, kept I declaring himself like, alpha, oh, kept threatening God. to wipe them with imaginary things that he did not have. He kept threatening to bring wyverns that he doesn't have. Uh, just uh, all this various threats. Now that... I can understand misinformation, but... Uh... <laughs> There's a difference yeah. between misinformation and fairy tales that you dream up while you're on little special pills that the doctors prescribe to you. <laughs> hey, don't knock the special pills. <laughs> I'm not knocking them, but he needs to lay off of them a little bit. That was just a little ridiculous. Or take some more, maybe never wake up. So, a couple of examples were such as one time he flew up to our base, I had been out on the moth returning. He, he, said, he just, I say, hello, can I help you? And his only reply was, I see you're flying a moth. And I'm like, yeah, that's observant of you. Oh, yeah, and then he tells me the story that people on the server are complaining that someone on a moth has been dropping moth bombs on their tames and ruining their tames. Now, if he knew what he was talking about, he would know. That's not possible because moth bombs don't do damage and doesn't ruin the taming efficiency. You have to do damage to ruin the taming efficiency. Yeah. Now, another time was a surprise inspection, as he liked to call it, which we in yeah. turn used oh. that against him. Oh, yeah. So, you, Fleming, you were there for that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Okay. Let's set the stage. It is about 2.45 a.m. my time. 3.45 a.m. Eastern, which is what most of our players are on. There are only a few of us still on. Our Australians on, a couple of other people are on. Um, and we're generally just playing low. I mean, it's night. It's night in the game as well. We hear in global, hey, does anyone know where Gerudo Valley, which was the name of our tribe at the time, is? From Zeus. Him asking around. We're like, oh. Because yesterday he'd been going around doing surprise inspections of people's bases. Papers, please. Yes, papers, please. So we're like, well, because looking out on our, our work floor, there's about 50 campfires making gunpowder. <laughs> um, so we douse all the campfires, destroy them, transfer gunpowder to Aru, shut down generators and fabs, and basically go dark. We were, we were Britain during the Blitz, basically. Just Maybe he'll think we're all offline. And we just sat there, AFK, for quite a while. And... Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, comes around on global. Oh, you know, I found him. Uh, open up, Gerudo Valley. Open up, and we don't do anything. So you know, minutes and minutes. I can see you moving around in there. I know, I know you're doing stuff. And we're gonna wipe you if you don't do stuff. It just keeps going on and on. Um, and eventually, it got to the point where we decided that basically, if we called his bluff and just all stayed AFK, it wouldn't matter. He'd still come back and be an annoyance. Um, so the best way to deal with it was to show him around, so to speak. We'd already made preparations. He wasn't going to see anything important. And so we, sister was on at the time. And by this point, it's like full 320. It's, it's late. It's like really late. I was going to go to bed a long time ago before this, you know, random. You got woken up. Yeah. At one point. (laughs) Nice. Um, he starts coming in and my sister goes out and is like, Hey, you know, what do you want? I just came back. What's going on? And uh, he wants he wants to see our taming area because we're 
well, he didn't say we were raising wyverns, but like people are raising wyverns is what he said. So anyway, I think it was more the fact that they had received rumors that someone was ra- a tribe was raising two no, no, wyverns. No, they, no, no, no. They had, he said they, they someone was... is raising wyverns. Inside information. Yeah, inside right, information okay. is what he said. At, what if I had to guess? As a side note, here to interrupt myself, um, they had just started hitting their wyvern raising time, so they were basically, if I had to guess, going around paranoid that other people were doing it too because they wanted to stay alpha and D. But anyway, getting back into the story, so it's it's three a.m. It's once again dark in Ark, and uh, we let them in. So we let them in from the top in the little bird area, and we show them all the dinos and such, which is like ninety percent of the base. And he says, so where's your taming area? Well, we don't have one. Or your raising area, rather. I'm like, well, we don't have one. We've got taming areas that are all outside, which you flew over. But he goes, you know, I want to see it. Well, that's fine. We'll show you into the, the metal structure. So I open it up. And here's the thing. We had two ways into the metal structure. There was a dino gate and a regular gate. And I take him through the regular gate, the doorway. And uh, so he's looked at one side of this dino gate. And I let him inside. And he looks around and sees the chem bench and the fab and such. Uh, and then he turns away round and points towards the dino gate and says where does that go and he's literally just walked <laughs> from one side this is the equivalent of walking from one side of a door to the other and saying where does that go um In three different interactions that day he had forgotten who i was over the course of three hours goldfish i, I, anyway. so I took calling him mr goldfish in global yeah so and the whole he time he was in the there joke. he was more i mean I, I don't know what was going on or why they were doing inspections at 3 a.m but I was being very respectful. Well, actually, I wasn't. I was playing the stuff. You know, you just woken me up, guy. Um, but not grumbling. Annoying. Yeah, I was being grumbly. That's the right word. <laughs> what, what is 3M, sort of thing. Um, but anyway, he was playing the Zeus, which is the... You're going to come up and open this up and talk to me. And then as soon as we actually start talking in person, and he's not just on chat, he's like, show me where your stuff is. You know, et cetera. But he didn't go through any chests. He didn't go through any chests. They were looking for wyverns. So we got we got off pretty scot free with that. And they flew off, and uh, we resumed our rocket making activities. And well, I went to bed, but some people apparently resumed their rocket making activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty great day to watch all his stuff explode. <laughs> yeah. Um. We attacked them. We wiped them. Then he started really going out of his way. Yeah, well, apparently, as I've quoted, I think, several times in this already, <clears throat> after his base was gone, his birds were gone, everything was gone, and he continued in global saying, yeah, this is, we're, as soon as the assault had happened, and they were pretty deathly quiet during the attack, we weren't, we had been quiet for weeks, we started talking yeah. and saying, surprise inspection, you know, stuff like that. They um, thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> they thirsty, and stuff like that. Anyway, as soon as the assault was more or less over, and there was nothing recoverable on his part. He'd gotten away because he basically ran as soon as the fighting started on an Argent. Um, we ended up... Um, sorry. we. Uh, he started talking on Global, saying, I'm going to my base now, I'm going to hit your guys' base right now. And misinformation and just bragging about stuff that was patently not true. Uh, they think they're big stuff, he said, talking about us. They just hit a small small outpost we're going to go to our main base and wipe them we're still alpha don't worry don't worry server we're still the alpha yeah exactly and then uh after that the quote which i can continue to use is we're so alpha we don't need a base to be oh yeah i heard that from that uh gym (laughs) of a video they put out Mm -hmm. of where they fly around james would have said where they fly around for about i don't know 40 minutes trying to lead four rock golems back to hydration space and fail to do so 
<laughs> so very delusional, in other words. But you At know, least it's funny. the other people don't seem nearly as delusional. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that the political fallout from our our, our actions, people seem to want Nomad to be the alpha. I don't know. Well, I guess people want structure. I think yeah. that. Ooh. I think people want. Well, no, people do. They don't. Especially the tribes that are just here to farm and tame. Why you'd be on a PvP server for that, I don't know. But yeah, you know, the people who don't want conflict, who don't want a fight, they just want the fighting over. And a lot of those guys, Zeus more or less ignored. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't big enough. For exactly. to them. So you know, you've got on on the one hand, you've got basically, you know, ultimately, almost every tribe big enough to be involved plus involved. So you know, all the big guys are fighting, and the little guys, they just want the fighting to be over. And their biggest reason, and it was a very valid one, was because of these mercs who had been brought in. Uh, the mercs were completely indiscriminate in who they raided. Uh, in fact, they enjoyed raiding the small guys because then they could get free resources to raid the bigger guys. Yep. That's kind of their their strategy. Modus operandi, yeah. That's how they do it. They raid the small tribes, they get the spark powder, they throw out everything they can't use to make rockets. They make rockets, they destroy the bigger tribes, rinse and repeat. Uh, till there's nothing left for them to continue their their locust-like <laughs> ravaging of the server. Um, they're not getting anything out of it. It's just fun to them. Indeed. All right. I think it's time to close out episode five of the Archaeologist Digest podcast. Thank you to all of our participants this week, and thank you for listening and watching us on YouTube. If you liked what you heard, feel free to like and subscribe to the channel. So goodbye and stay alive, survivors. Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty. Inspection time. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. You will respect me. <laughs> How do you know my father was a wife?